Welcome back to the Daily Devotion. My name is Kevin. I'm the pastor of Christ Church Conway, a congregation of the Presbyterian Church in America here in Conway, Arkansas. The Daily Devotion is a time for us to be strengthened in our faith through the study of Scripture and theology. We're working our way through 1 Peter, and we've come up to 1 Peter chapter 4. We're looking at verses 7 through 11. We've been working through these bit by bit for the last several days, and today we're going to look at verses 10 and 11. 1 Peter, as I've reminded us several times, is a book that was written to encourage Christians in their faith, in the face of suffering, to encourage them with the gospel, to teach them what it looks like to live in the glorious light of the gospel of Jesus Christ, to live in light of the reality that we have been born again to a living hope, to an inheritance that is kept secure for us who are being kept secure by God. Let me pray for us, and then we'll jump in and look at 1 Peter chapter 4, verses 7 through 11. Father, I thank you for your word. I thank you for the grace that we find in your word, for the instruction that we find in your word that teaches us how to honor you in all that we do. Would you strengthen me now that even as I speak, I may do so as one who speaks the oracles of God, that you might be glorified. In Christ's name we pray. Amen. The end of all things is at hand, therefore be self-controlled and sober-minded for the sake of prayers. Above all, keep loving one another earnestly, since love covers a multitude of sins. Show hospitality to one another without grumbling. As each has received a gift, use it to serve one another as good stewards of God's varied grace. Whoever speaks as one who speaks oracles of God. Whoever serves as one who serves by the strength that God supplies. In order that in everything, God may be glorified through Jesus Christ. To him belong glory and dominion forever and ever. Amen. Well, we've been working through these realities that Peter calls us to in light of the fact that he says the end of all things is at hand. He's called us to to be sober-minded, to think clearly and rightly. He's called us to continue loving one another, and he's given us these ideas of what that looks like, showing hospitality to one another, welcoming in the stranger. And here in verses 10 and 11, he teaches us within the church, using the gifts that God has given us, what it looks like to serve one another. And he, he breaks the gifts down, really, into just two categories, speaking gifts and serving gifts, if we want to think of it that way. And he reminds us that we're to use these gifts to serve one another. Now, that's exactly what Paul tells us when he talks about the spiritual gifts. Chiefly, we think of 1 Corinthians, and and we look at how he deals with the spiritual gifts there, and we're reminded again and again and again that what we are called to with spiritual gifts is building one another up serving one another, encouraging one another, strengthening the body of Christ. We see the same thing that Paul lays out in Ephesians chapter 4. He says he gave the apostles, the prophets, the evangelists, the shepherds and teachers to equip the saints for the work of ministry, for building up the body of Christ until we all attain to the unity of the faith and of the knowledge of the Son of God, to mature manhood, to the measure of the stature of the fullness of Christ, so that we may no longer be children tossed to and fro by the waves and carried about by every wind of doctrine, by human cunning, by craftiness and deceitful schemes. Rather, speaking the truth in love, we are to grow up in every way into him who is the head, into Christ, 
from whom the whole body joined and held together by every joint with which it is equipped, when each part is working properly, makes the body grow so that it builds itself up in love. Peter and Paul are calling us to really the very same thing, to use the gifts of the Spirit, these gifts of grace that we have received to serve one another. See, that's why we've received gifts of the Spirit. Whatever it is that that you may have, however it is that the Spirit may have worked in your life, He has done so that you might serve the body of Christ, that you might build the body of Christ up in love, so that all the pieces working together might build the body up in love. It's this beautiful picture of the church that the Bible gives us that the church has been equipped by the Spirit with all that she needs to be strengthened in all the ways that she needs to be strengthened. This is the the, the glory of the church that God has given us in Christ and by His Spirit all we need that we might be strengthened for His glory. That's what Peter here is reminding us of. Paul reminds us that everyone has been given a gift of the Spirit, and here we're being told that it's to serve each other. It's not for our glory. It's not that we may gain a stage. It's not that we may gain recognition. It's not that we may be thought special. It's not that we may gain standing with God. It's that we might serve each other that we might seek and consider others more important than ourselves, that we might look not only to our own needs, but to the needs of others, that we might have the mind of Christ, which is ours. This mind of this one who didn't consider equality with God a thing to be grasped, but made himself nothing, taking the form of a servant. And being found in human form, offered himself up to death for us. That's what Peter is reminding us that these gifts that we have are for. To care for one another. And so as good stewards of God's varied grace. We're not all going to have the same gift. We we haven't all received this same gracious gift. but, But God has equipped the body. Some as hands, some as feet, some as mouth, some as eyes, some as ears. And none of us get to say we're invaluable. None of us get to say we're worthless. None of us get to say that we're the most important. God has equipped the body with all the necessary parts, with all of his varied grace. And our job by the Spirit is to be good stewards of what God has given us. How are we good stewards of these gifts, this varied grace that he has given? By serving each other. When we use the gifts that God has given us to serve one another, to build one another up, to strengthen each other in the faith, then we are being good stewards of this varied grace that he has given. And so Peter in verse 11 gives these two broad categories. In other places, in Romans and 1 Corinthians, we see these these lists with all these kind of gifts laid out. In Ephesians 4 that we just read, we see these different offices laid out. Here, Peter just uses these two categories. Whoever speaks, 
There are those in the church that God has equipped by his spirit to speak clearly, to proclaim the gospel, to preach, to encourage, to teach. Whoever has that gift, we're to speak as one who speaks oracles of God. Here's what this means. It means at least two things. It means, first, that we should speak boldly, boldly, boldly the truths of the gospel. Second, it means that we should speak so very carefully when we speak the truths of the gospel. We should make sure that what we are saying, what we are proclaiming, how we are teaching, what we are setting out as the biblical truth, we should make sure that it actually is. That what we are saying comes from the word of God. It's a weighty calling that those who have been called to speak have to lay out the things of God, to speak as those who speak the very oracles of God. That's what we're to announce. His word, his truth, his gospel, his promises, and nothing else. Peter then gives a second category. Whoever serves as one who serves by the strength God supplies. Whatever it is that you've been called to do, to build the body of Christ up, whatever service it is that the Spirit has equipped you to carry out, you don't do it in your own strength. Jesus reminds us, I am the vine, you are the branches, and and he tells us that apart from him, we can do nothing because our life comes from him. The strength that we need to carry out the work to which we have been called It is God alone who supplies it. And so we serve in total reliance on him. And then Peter tells us why we're to do this. In order that in everything, God may be glorified through Jesus Christ. Our catechism, the very first question, asks what is the chief end of man? And it answers, man's chief end is to glorify God and enjoy him forever. The gifts that we have been given, that the Spirit has strengthened us with, that God's grace has equipped us with, we have that he might be glorified, that he might be exalted. So when we find ourselves speaking and serving that we might be glorified, we can know that we are on the wrong road, that we're going down the wrong path. We speak as the oracles of God. We serve as those equipped only by God that he might be glorified through Jesus Christ. And then Peter gives us this doxology to him be glory and dominion forever. You have been strengthened by the Spirit of grace to serve the body of Christ in some way. Do it, relying fully on the Spirit that God might be glorified. Not that you might earn standing, 
not that you might be glorified, but that your Father, that the Spirit of Christ, that Christ himself might gain all the glory. Amen. Thank you.